bad girl. Bad girl, bad girl. A bad girl no madova, boy pick me. Real Bad Gal Tings. I'm your host, Nish Maroon, and welcome to Bad Gal Chat Podcast. Now, let's get into the show. Hello, I'm so happy to be back. Let me just keep it a buck with you. Um, it's been a nice little break, nice little month, but I'm so excited to start season four with you guys. We have guests on talking about everything from writing erotica to doing only fans um to stand-up comedy uh so many different perspectives um so i'm so excited to share that with you guys trust me um it was just so nice to connect to people you know doing this podcast and get into their business <laughs> and see what they're doing in their love lives and everything like that so first, let's get some church announcements out of the way, all right? So I have some good news and I have some bad news. I'm going to start with the bad news first. Bad news is that as per my agreement uh, with the um, my last co-host of the show, uh, seasons one through three, so seasons one, two, and three will be deleted as of the 30th of September, 2021. So by the end of this month, uh, all of the seasons prior to season four will no longer be available on streaming platforms. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up in case you wanted to go back and listen to some old episodes. Um, You know what I mean? And catch up uh, before you start season four. Um, And... Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up uh, on at Bad Gal Chat Podcast. Make sure you follow that. Trying to get to 500 followers by the end of the year, please. And uh, you can also just send us an email, uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Um, moving on, though, we have some good news. Good news is that we have merch, okay? Real Bad Gal things, right, Panya Chicks? So you can really uh, purchase these items. We have mugs, tote bags, shirts um, on Instagram at Bad Gal Chat um, Podcast on Instagram. And you're going to make sure you follow us and then um, click the link in the bio to shop. You can actually shop directly from our link, link in bio link. Okay, now let's get to a life update. Um, First things first, today. So um, today I uh, just got back from my dear friend Shanika's birthday party. We went to Cabana, um, which is like a pool bar. Um, We vibed, we danced, we laughed. Um, It's like our last, it's like a last little like bougie outing, you know, before you know, the end of the year, they may lock us down again. We don't know. So we just wanted to <laughs> live it up and live it up. We did. Now let's, let's get into the mess. Let's mosey on down over here. Challenge mess. All right. All right. So first things first, CLB certified lover boy, uh, Drake's project. I want to know what you guys thought of it. Um, first and foremost, did you love it? Did you hate it? Favorite songs? Sounds like should have been left off. Do you think it's views too? Do you think it's a new fresh project? What do you think? Let me know. Um, 
you know where to find me. Find our page on Instagram and, and comment and let me know what you thought. So um, I, as a fellow Scorpion, <laughs> I find that Drake's music, his verses, especially when he gets really emotional, I can relate to that. And, you know, champagne poetry, that definitely hit me right in the heart. Um, excluding the baby mama drama, <laughs> I could relate to it. Um, and I do have a bone or two to pick with some of the comments Drake made on the album. Okay, you guys know I'm going to keep it real with you, even though I'm going to meet Jersey Drake one day and I'll tell him to his face, you know. But Drake, if you're listening, uh, I was a little put off by um, I don't want to wait for you not Aisha enough line. Because, but you know, some of uh, the ladies he um, picks people perceived to not be Aisha enough. Um, and I mean, at the end of the day, we pick these people. I'm guilty of this. I'm, I'm not trying to get on there because I'm guilty of this as well. Uh, you know, I'll be like, oh, I want a man to be X, Y, and Z. And then sometimes I pick men who are A, B, C, and D and not X, Y, and Z at all. Complete opposite, you know, in the beginning stages, not even at the, nowhere near the damn end of the alphabet. <laughs> but I think, um, you know, because at the end of the day, when we talk about the mass segment and we get into like the celebrity, celebrities are humans, <laughs> just like you and I. And what I take away from this is that, how do we navigate that as humans that we, we want our partner, our life partners to have certain attributes uh, to carry themselves in certain ways. But the people we're actually picking are the complete opposite of that. How do we navigate that? Um, I'm, I think I'm trying to ask myself the same question. <laughs> How do I navigate that? Uh, something I've been, you know, trying to get my grasp on for the past little while and like thinking about things is, you know, sometimes you have really good connections with people or you're just caught up in lust and when you're in lust with someone you're just like oh yes I could spend the rest of my days with you your body's nice you know the you know ting dead ton up I don't you know I'm trying not to be too explicit but you know you have to like take a look back and it's just like okay you know it's lit uh this person's popping but are they showing up for me in ways I want them to show up for me? Okay. Um, can I imagine this person actually being a husband, actually fulfilling husband duties? Is this person going to be a good father if I want to have kids? Like, is this person good with their money? You know, it, are they going to Robin Dixon me and, you know, bankrupt me, you know, using my money for some fucking alleged pyramid scheme type shit? And, and we're broke because you're, you're bad with the money. What I'm trying to say is that it's hard. I think it's easier said than done because, and, and maybe Drake and I are on the same page with this. I'm very guilty of this myself. I think sometimes I just get caught up in feelings. Like sometimes you just feel a vibe with someone. You just catch a vibe with someone and, uh, it's, it's hard to 
navigate the fact that just because you catch a vibe with someone does not mean that they're great for you or they're good for you in any way. Um, but you know what I mean? I feel Drake on that, you know, certified love a things. That's going to be my album title, certified love a period. Moving on. Um, speaking of Drake, I felt like fucking fans just kind of got to pedal back a little bit. Let me know if you feel the same. I felt like fucking fans was about Rihanna. You know what I mean? It was talking about, oh, see you out with that guy. Like, everybody knows that you're not happy. Um, I'm trying to improve my life for you. That's another thing, right? Men, they only change when shit is too late. They don't want to work on themselves when they don't have access to you anymore. Y'all need to work on that. But (laughs) nonetheless, I think fucking fans is about her. I could be wrong. Could have been about Georgia Smith. Who knows? But uh, in terms of Ruby's life, people are now alleging that she looked pregnant in her last um, photo shoot. I forgot what the magazine was. It was very campy. Um, And she had like these blonde dreadlocks kind of cascaded over her body and her stomach seemed to be a bit plump. And in the other photos, she was, you know, dressed in very fluffy things. So you couldn't really see, um, you couldn't really see her shape. Um, So it's making us ponder what is going on in that womb of hers. But Um, At the end of the day, her womb is none of our business. Um, Could be relationship weight. Been there. Um, Maybe Rihanna's on a new birth control and she's hella bloated. Also been there. You know, maybe she found a new snack that she likes and she just can't stop eating it because she just be craving it. Also been there. We don't know. But um, I don't really see ASAP Rocky... Um, going back to what I was talking about earlier, I don't really see him as the type of guy that would be like, and again, I don't know him personally, but he doesn't really seem like he would be like a great father. Like, I'm not saying that necessarily Drake and Rihanna have to get back together. Uh, but as flawed as a human being as Drake is, he seems, again, I don't know the man, he seems to be a great father. Um, I can't envision ASAP Rocky being a father as an outsider looking in. Um, but obviously Rihanna knows him better than we do, right? Uh, so that's up to her. But, uh, you know, Rihanna might be a baby mama if she's pregnant, right? Let's talk a little bit more about some baby mama drama, all right? All right. As we do on the show, we talk a lot about baby mama drama. You know, I don't know if it's loving relationships or loving hip hop, <laughs> like a lot. I don't know why. Us as a Black community, we really need to, I feel like we really need to steer away from this baby mama drama thing or like baby mama-isms. Um, I do, I will say though that like white people are baby mamas, like look at the Kardashians, um, brown people are baby mama, Asian people. Baby mama-isms is not just a Black community thing, but I think for us, it's a little too normalized. And I mean, at the end of the day, do what you want to do with your life. 
I, I, I can't tell people to go get married and waste time and money. Um, but it, it gets sticky, you know? So someone has gotten sticky for is Summer Walker. Summer Walker went on Instagram and essentially expressed that uh, her baby daddy, London on the track, um, has been neglectful of her and her child and that she has a new man now who's taking care of things, who's providing for her and her daughter, Paris. By the way, scrumptious little baby, so adorable. Um, also, uh, I found out some tea. Um, this is alleged, but I am keeping up with the R. Kelly trial right now because um, I'm, I'm very invested. And I did not know this, but allegedly R. Kelly's old assistant is London on the track's mom. I didn't know. Allegedly. You know, that's interesting and super random. But do with that information as you will. So, you know, uh, Paris, Paris is the baby. Summer Walker is ranting about this. She even like went on her story, like videotaping herself to explain her frustrations with this. And, um, you know, London on the track of baby mamas came for her once again, as they always do. And um, with London on the track's baby mamas, I do think that as Summer said, because she explained that they've ganged up on her in the past and they've been um, uncooperative even when she was trying to get Summer to see his kids um, and she's wanted to meet with them and they've been super resistant. I will say that I think both the baby mamas, obviously London is to blame, but both the baby mamas and Summer are the problem because Summer was out here acting like the baby mom was just ratchet and ghetto and complain too much. And now she's in their position and is realizing that they're not complaining too much. They are frustrated with this nigga's antics. Okay. They're frustrated. Um, so <laughs> that's what I have to say about that. Um, I do, I will say that um, it's very tricky to, meet someone who has a baby and then take over that father role right away. Um, so I don't know how Summer Walker's new boyfriend is navigating that. Um, I would be so interested to know because in my head, like say I meet a guy and like he's a single dad, like baby's just fresh. You know what I mean? He's the primary caregiver of the baby. Like mom is not in the picture at all, like London allegedly. And, um, you know, what I just like date him and then become the mom of that baby now, like that's a lot, you know, and there's benefits to that because the kid is always going to see you as like their mom will stop. You don't have to be like, you're not my mom. Yo, son, what's up? <laughs> what? You're not my dad. You also want to hear something. Okay, I'm fucking they don't have a mom so you know you're there fresh you know being that mom for them but it's tricky especially like what if y'all break up when the kid is two and then you're leaving this person with their two-year-old like with no help 
it's hard. It, it complicates things. Um, but I do want Summer to be happy. Um, I'm very much so looking forward to her new album. Like, I am on bated breath, as I have in my Twitter bio, Adney Shmoo. Venus and Summer Walker. That's another artist where, like, when I listen to her, I'm like, girl, yes. You know exactly how I feel. You know exactly how I feel. Um, so shout out to Summer Walker. Um, so um, moving on to, uh, this is giving very shade routines. Um, sometimes I go on there just to see what the little nigglets are up to. You know what I mean? But apparently, I think her name is Jania or Janaya. She's NBA, NBA young boys first baby mama the one that got kicked out of the um hotel room and like had to sleep in the lobby if I'm not mistaken while he was like fucking other bitches upstairs I think um I remember that story specifically I could be wrong could be a Mandela effect thing so Jania you know has really blossomed since that situation she's an IG girl now you know what I mean (laughs) she is making her money she's beautiful I'll say that she really um money well spent on that physique and on that face girl period I know people feel like her butt is a little bit too big and worked on but I think it looks great because in the words of my friend Bailey there's no such thing as a butt that's too big (laughs) okay no such thing um but she was dating this guy Devin Haney Jania and we a young boys first baby mama you know had to redo it refresh your memory so he was with Jania and uh they broke up um I remember in the middle of like their relationship uh this groupy ass nigga um released like some photo of them in bed together of Jania and the groupy guy in bed together um say this um you must be a really ugly nigga if you're doing that like I feel like that's ugly nigga energy like you're probably like super unattractive if you're like filming like this girl that you're just hooking up with like casually in bed number one or like taking pics of her number two you've kept it for years because apparently it happened years ago so you kept these photos for years and then now when she's with another nigga like you're releasing these photos why like it just screams like I'm unattractive and nobody wants me and like I can't believe I hit that and even though you're with someone else like I hit that it's just weird uh also giving 14 year old high school vibes grow up regardless it made her look bad like you know as we say in Toronto made her look like a telly team you know what I mean like it made her look like a telly team for real so it was just giving embarrassing vibes and um you know (laughs) no nigga wants the streets to see his girl in a negative light you know a negative light in any way um but I think particularly when it comes to I want to say sensuality and her freeness of her sensuality that can very much so uh make I don't even want to say it's a man thing because I feel like for women for non-binary folks for anyone that is a little like eh, I don't really want my partner's like sexual business to be just out the door like you know mm, you know what I mean like <laughs> for instance if that if I was Devin Haney 
and I was dating Jania, if my man was was doing had photos like that released, it's a little embarrassing. Even though it's not their fault, it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, so I, I get it. I don't. I wouldn't put pick a fight with my partner over it, but I would like let them know, hey, like I feel uncomfortable about these photos being released. Um, so I get it. I just and again, I don't know if that's why they broke up. I don't know. Um, people were saying that it was rumored that that was one of the contributing factors for them. Regardless. Devin Haney, quick, fast, is now in a relationship with India Love. Um, and in the end, India Love, I feel like, I feel like India Love was like the first Black girl influencer. Maybe I'm wrong, but she was like the Shiznai in like Tumblr days, early Instagram days. Everybody lived for her. I lived for her. I remember her and her family show on BET. So good. I will watch that over the Kardashians any day. And she was, remember, <laughs> yo, this is some ghetto shit, bro. Remember when she was dating, she dated Soldier Boy. She dated the game. This is, mm, I don't even want to say this is ghetto. This part is ghetto because it's illegal and it's very serious. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, so I'm going to say allegedly, um, her and the game were dating while she was underage. I think she was like 17. And they went out on a picnic and paparazzi caught him like digitally uh, penetrating her. I'll say that, you know, I'll say the legal terms for it. Um, super wild. And I'm, I would hate to be a celebrity because everything is just out there. You know, it's regular folks. Cause let's be real. Us regular folks, we be getting down like that. You know what I mean? We do that shit all the way. People do that. People do that. Not me, not on my block. <laughs> Maybe on your block. People people be getting freaky deaky in public, right? Um, regular people will go to a picnic with their bae and, you know, kind of play around, fool around sexually and most people won't notice and if they do they'll probably be on the sex offender registry (laughs) but if they don't it's not going to haunt them the rest of their lives um but in this case where she's underage also like that's another thing she's underage why wasn't he arrested I don't know how legal things work I've never taken law in my life but isn't that like illegal but maybe because she's 17 and she's supposed to turn 18. I don't know. But like, it's weird. Regardless, Devin Haney is dating India Love. Thank you for going down the rabbit hole with me. Um, but a lot of people are saying that like, it, he's moving on too fast. And it's almost like, you know, a fake relationship to get back at Jania. I heard Jania is now with another guy. And what I'll say about this is this is just like typical young people shit. Like um, rebound relationships. Have you ever been in a rebound relationship, though? Again, let me know uh, on Instagram uh, at Bad Gal Chat Podcast. I'm going to definitely make a post about that. So comment. Have I ever been? Okay, so story time. <laughs> um, this was first year. Again, immature days. This is when I was like 17. Um, I was dating this guy dating yeah I was dating this guy for like maybe a month or so 
you know, like we went on a couple dates. You know, he was a fly nigga. He was a fly dresser and everything like that. Um, you know, we're no longer cool. You know, I'll say, but I will say to this day, still a phenomenal dresser. You know, you can depend on that nigga to have a fire fit, fire shoes, or a thing like that. To this day, you know, every time I see him, he's dressed to the nine. So I will give him that. I'm trying to, you know, because I'm about to say some negative things, I, I'm I'm flowering it up. Um, went on a few days, went to a few events. Um, I was really feeling my oats because it was the first time I was like really like with a black person like that. Um, and it was cute. Uh, I saw him, and um, all of a sudden. This nigga drops off of the earth because he felt bitter because of this situation I won't get into. He just felt a way about this situation and wasn't saying that he felt a way about something that had happened between us. And um, didn't hear from him for like a week. He just kind of like dipped after hearing from him so often, damn near every day. And I'm like, cool, fuck it. Instead of even just breaking things off with him, that same the end of that week say this was happening monday friday of that week i called my guy friend and we had some fun and uh after that um i got into like this weird relationship with the original guy the first guy i mentioned and i brought it up to him i'm like yeah (laughs) I got with um, my guy friend after you ghosted me, after you were like acting weird. Why are you being weird to me? After you was being weird to me. So that is like the time that um, I had a rebound relationship, but I wouldn't even say it was a relationship at all. Cause thankfully, thankfully I never dated that particular ex guy friend. I'll say that. Um, but it was definitely a rebound. It was just like an immature move because I was just feeling like hella like tossed to the side by this guy I was talking to. And I was like, maybe I'll just, I don't think I, was I trying to make him jealous? I, I wouldn't say I was trying to make him jealous because here's the thing with rebound relationships. We always assume that the person's trying to make the other person jealous. Sometimes it's just proving to them that, hey, I can go out and get another you in a minute. And that's how it was for me. It was like a power move of like, please. The world is my oyster. I don't have to, you know, cry about you. (laughs) Um, But that's what happened. So, you know, uh, speaking of sexual prowess, uh, Chloe Bailey has released her new music video um, for that song. I can't remember. I'm going to be real with you guys. Again, I didn't do a lot of research. Uh, you know, research for the show. Sometimes I'm good at it, and sometimes I, I forget about it completely. But uh, people are saying that it's very sensual in nature, and you know, she's showing those booty cheeks. Which, by the way, Chloe's body. If I ever get work done on my body, I'm gonna take two photos to the doctor. You know, of of how I would like my body to be. One. Is Chloe Bailey. Two, if you know we, we're going from more of a um skinny bitch look, Kylie, um, the last winner of RuPaul's Drag Race uh All Stars, 
the body, the body, yada, yada. I know Trinity the Tuck says she's the body. No. Kylie Sonique Love is the body. Okay? And those are the two people I would take to the doctor. <laughs> Reference photos. Chloe's body is amazing. Um, I think she's just a naturally sexy girl. Like, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Um, I do get what people say by, like, she's always being sexy. Like, I get that. Like, and, and let's be real. No, even the most sexy people on earth are not always sexy. Like, they're not. They be barking. They be farting. They be shitting. They be smelling like B.O. after the gym. You know what I mean? Nobody is always sexy. Um, and... I do want to see a little bit more versatility from Chloe Bailey. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, when people bring it up, I'm like, honestly, yeah. Like, I get that. Um, I, Because I, 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 we all miss the, you know, ungodly hour where they do their little ballads and shit. And I want to see that, you know? But I think the way people perform as well, somebody who used to be a performer myself back in the day, is that people have different ways of performing. Some people perform very serious and somber. And some people perform very, you know, so seductive. You know what I mean? <laughs> so some people perform in a comedic manner, you know, uh, all types of different ways to deliver a message, you know, because that's it's an art form. So I think that's just the way Chloe delivers her message is sensuality and like, good for her I don't know like it doesn't bother me too much but I I see why why people feel like it's excessive and like it's getting there for me I'm not gonna lie to you it is getting there for me um but the pictures that I, the screen caps that I've seen from the music video stunning visuals like that's a Beyonce budget writer you know what I mean and and people will always compare Wild Side with Norani and Cardi B to that and to that, I will say that it's, it's about budget. It's about team. Normani's team is hands down one of the worst celebrity teams ever. Um, quality of their work is absolute trash. They, they don't put enough energy into her. Um, and because of that, I think we're left feeling unsatisfied by her work but I think that if Chloe so if Normani had the same push as Chloe Normani would be more popping than Chloe and everyone knows it because no shade but Normani is a dancer Normani is a performer full stop Normani is a moment okay let's not forget that Chloe Poppin' girl, she's also a vibe. I love Chloe. I love her voice. I love, you know, like I said, I love her body. I love her face. I love her hair. I love her sensuality. But Normani just has it. When she dances, she just goes all out. Remember, for those girls, those, you know, my fellow folks who used to take dance classes, remember when you'd be like rehearsing and you'd just be doing your little, like, you know, like half assed? And then your dance teacher would be like, no, full out. And you'd be like, you know what I mean? You've been hitting that mark, hitting that mark. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a Normani world. That's Normani. Um, so before we end off the show, I wanted to send my utmost respects to Greg Leeds. Um, when we talk about parasocial relationships, and how 
celebrities or internet influencers, people, anyone with a platform, we can find a f- kind of feel connected to people we didn't even really know at all. and feel like they're our friends or family. Greg, I had such a parasocial relationship to him. I loved Greg as a person, as a husband, as a friend, as a father, watching him on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I always say that in this world, I'm looking for someone to be the Greg to my Nini. They were definitely soulmates. And he defended her. He protected her. He supported her. He uplifted her. He saw Nini not as the stripper, you know, in the strip club that night that he met her. But he saw her more than that. And I think this is a perfect way to end off the show because going back to husband and wife material, um, we have to look back and we have to look past the labels and the social expectations of our partners being too sensual or too sexy or um, too appealing to other people, myself included. I have to, you know, recognize that within myself and get to the core of like, can this person be a good partner for me? How do, how do they make me feel when I'm around them? And that's what Greg saw in Mimi. He's just like, fuck the, her being, uh, you know, a little bit catty sometimes and her fighting. Fuck her being a stripper. This woman makes me feel amazing. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to marry her and I'm going to continue to support and uplift her and protect her. And I think that's real love. And um, I I hope that we are all as blessed as needing to even experience love once in our life, true love like that. And, um, you know, aside from that, the the light that Greg gave other people um, will never be forgotten. And um, I I hope he rests peacefully. Fuck cancer. Um, But thank you guys so much for joining me today. Um, I appreciate this. (laughs) This is my first time doing this solo. I never thought I could do this podcast by myself. Um, I thank you. I hope you can come along uh, on the journey with me and stay a little while. Thank you so much. And I'll catch you in a bit. Bye.